<laughs> okay, we're we're recording. All right, what? take two. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm Steph. And I'm KB. And And we we are Activate Podcast. We are two Jesus-loving mamas who may cuss a little. This podcast is our passion. Get ready to tag along through the ups and downs of our crazy lives. We're going to bring you guests that will inspire and encourage you to grow in your health and in your faith. We will talk about parenting, relationships, fitness, and nutrition. We will bring you the latest fashion tips and share all of our favorite things. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you some laughs and relatable, inspiring content that will encourage you to activate your life. Morning. Good morning. Happy, happy. Well, I mean, happy Monday, but that doesn't say the right thing. Happy <laughs> 365 days. Happy one year of sobriety. Thank you. I am so, I, so proud of you. Thank it you. has been maybe the hardest year of your life that I've known you through for sure. And mm-hmm. you've managed to just stay so strong, keep your eyes on God and you know, do what you said you would do because you made a promise to your son and I'm just could not be more proud of you. Thank you. And I also, I'm thankful that you said, Hey, let's record on Monday because I have had the Holy spirit has been so overwhelming just the last two to three days that this could have just been the same story that I've always told. And the story that I've always told has nothing to do with the reasons of why. Right. Um, So I'm going to share things that I've never shared. And mainly, to be honest, because I didn't remember. I didn't know why. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've said on here many times, like, what came first, the drinking or the problem? You know, right. Um, And I just want to start by saying, you know, thank you to everyone who's been so supportive. Thank you to the people who make me want to be sober. Um, you know, thank you for even a lot of people that don't understand. They're just, you know, or there's, they're drinkers, you know, whatever. I I joke with a lot of my friends, like, man, if I was still drinking, we'd be in, you know what I mean? Um, and, but I also want to address, um, you know, many people have asked me just recently, even too, like, well, do you think you were an alcoholic? And the answer to that is no. Um, and so I guess, I'll just kind of start from where I wanted to start. Um, yeah. A lot of what I've shared in the past just had to do with me. Oh, yeah, I had two DUIs. Oh, yeah, I did this. Yeah, I did a lot of cocaine. Yeah, I did da 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 da, da But I never really truly shared why. Um, and mainly just to protect other people. And, you know, I'm like, it's not my story to tell, but it is. Too. Yeah. Like, it mm-hmm. is also my story. So um, first thing I want to just kind of share is like, just from when I was a little girl, you know, I really, really, really had a great childhood. I really did. I had so many people that loved me. My parents were very, very, very young. Um, yeah. so I, I was kind of all over the place, you know what I mean? Um, at my grandparents over here and at my aunts over here and, and then my parents were divorced really young. And, um, I think what I've realized just in praying over this of like, just what, like what happened, what, you know, what made me, what made my protective part so protective, what, Mm -hmm. you know, all of these things. And I started to realize that, you know, my mom was young and she had a lot, it was a lot for her. And, um, I just remember always seeing her crying. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then I always, from a very young age, think that I, have always wanted to be the protector, 
Mm. Um, or, you know, I was such a strong willed child and, you know, and this made me realize too, a lot of stuff with AJ, maybe I thought all along this whole time I've been so strong, but he's, he's been able to see my pain, you know, nobody knows better. And so, um, I just remember like always wanting to like save her or help her or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever that is or looks like. And then, but also like how do you even know how to communicate that as a younger child or, you know, you didn't talk about it or you didn't want to be like, what's wrong? You know, I don't yeah. know. I just, I just know. Um, I even remember my mom saying when I was so young of like, you got, you can't take care of everybody else. You know, you mm. can't take care of everybody else. But as a very, 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 very young girl um, growing up in the bar on the weekends, you know, I was an adult far before I should have been. Yeah. Um, and so I think a lot of it has to, to do with that to start with. And then, um, I have shared, you know, that I was raped when I was 15 years old and, um, I, like I started to realize that there are years of my life that I don't even remember. Um, after that, like, I know my mom like battled for me. Um, and I know that like I went to a rape crisis center um, and went to like some counseling and things like that. But like in the memory that I have right now, it feels like I went a couple of times. I'm sure I went many times. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, all I know is that like then on my 16th birthday, I got trashed, you know, and I remember it was like a thing with my parents, you know, Mike, my dad, my stepdad was like, she's going to go out and get in trouble, you know? And she was like, no, we have to trust her. And, you know, um, and I did. And I came home and I was gone. I drank a number of 40s. And that was like when it started for me. Yeah. Um, the guy that raped me, like the very following week, was also arrested for attempted murder. Um, and so I think just for a really long time, because it was actually my best friend's boyfriend. And at first she didn't believe me until the other people that were there and saw me come out of the house, you know, like... Sh- just were like, no, like we remember when she came out, I, I know that I was hit by one of the other guys. Um, a lot of these things, but a lot of it, I did block out. And I just remember like always kind of being like, well, I was at the wrong place at the wrong time, you know, like I shouldn't have been there. Um, and so I know that I, I just like, is the first time that I really got drunk. I just remember being able to like escape all of that, I think. Mm-hmm. And so then like fast forward through those years, you know, it's always like, oh, daughters and their moms. And, you know, we went through a lot of things and just a lot of like arguing and, you know, whatever. Um, I missed um, her grandparents. I, I missed like funeral and, you know, they came home and I remember like basically being kicked out of the house and, you know, and it appearing like I was so irresponsible and I didn't care and, you know, this and that. And it wasn't that, like, that was just the beginning of me drinking. Um, I don't remember, um, like where I lived for periods of time, even. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I lived with like one of my dad's good friends, you know, we grew up camping with them and they had sons my age and I, I stayed with them for a while. And, you know, it's just like a lot of stuff I don't remember. And like, I think for me that the drinking was the only way for me 
It was like drinking really was my best friend. Like drinking was what made me feel good. Drinking was what made me fun. I thought, but then also like remembering back to like the first years of me drinking, like when I was camping and stuff, like I would drink and be wasted and just cry and cry Mm -hmm. and cry. And no one knew why they just thought I was drunk, you know? Mm -hmm. And so then like, then I was, I always, since I was a little girl too, I've shared this, you know, like I was always like the one who beat up the bullies or like the Mm -hmm. one that everyone came to, but yeah. It was because, like, at first, like, people would treat, you know, we were the poor ones in the rich little city. And, you know, I was made fun of or whatever. And then that quickly changed because I was so strong. Yeah. Right? I was like, I'm not putting up with anyone's shit. You're like, yeah. You know, whatever. Um, but I think that strong was just always a front, you know. It was, but I got, it, it was your protector. <laughs> it's what. It was my protector, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was real good at strong. Look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But that meant, like, even with my siblings, like, I just always, and especially, like, not to fast forward, but, you know, when I moved out of the house, I always felt so guilty, you know, not that, again, like, we had a great home and, you know, whatever, um, but just, like, I never wanted to leave them. Um, and just fast forward over the years, and, like, when I moved to Virginia, like, I've always felt so guilty about, like, leaving people behind, but I'm starting to realize, like, the the strong part of me always felt like I was abandoned too. Right. Um, like the strong Steph just always wanted to be chosen, you know? Yeah. Um, so then um, fast forward to after I was raped and this is like very common. You do hear of like people that are abused any se- way sexually Um either you're real, 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 like maybe not ever going to have sex or whatever, or you're promiscuous. Yep. Um, and so I, um, was the party girl. I was like the planner of all the things. I was one of the guys. I never slept with my guy friends. However, I, I, I had my share, you yep. know what I mean? Yep. And it was because I was popular and I was fun and I was the hot one. And I was the one, you know, and, was- and that made you feel chosen and seen. I mean, it's my story too, you know, partly, and it's what I've like come up with, like, cause when I was trying to like understand my own behavior, which is like this whole journey that we're both kind of been on, like it made so much sense to me, like to identify, like I identified with a sexually abused person, right? Like you become promiscuous and it's almost like to regain control over Mm -hmm. that part of your life because you're so out of control in whatever happened to you that for me, at least that was felt like what made the most sense for me. I was trying to regain control back in that part of my life. Yeah. Regain control. And it was like, I knew I was always going to be the one picked, even if Mm. there was other people involved or whatever. But also for me, um, it's like, I knew I didn't want to be that either. So I was always real, real, real messed up. Right. Mm, yeah. I was never sober. Same. I never started a relationship sober. I always was hammered when I did have sex. Um, so yeah, I was promiscuous or the chosen one, but mm. then it was all the pain that was associated with it because exactly. it was always the wrong guy. It was drama, the drama, yeah. the bad boy. I knew there was other people, but I was always the first choice. Like yeah. what a mess, dude. Yeah. Um, and then, so yes, the drinking, but for that, for my probably all of my 20s, 20 to 
30 or 31 really until I moved. Um, the problem for me was the drugs. Right. So the drinking made me feel great. Um, I don't know. It, like, and it's always been a joke and we've talked about that too. Like, it's just what people do back home. Yeah. And so I was, I was so good at it. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I could drink more than anybody. Yeah. Um, but it, well, it is like almost like a badge of honor there. Like back home and, and, you know, in the Midwest. And I remember very few times where Jake, my ex-husband, was actually like really proud of me. And one time was when we <laughs> we were bellied up to the bar and I was peeling my labels and I had drank a 12-pack. Like we had just oh, sat yeah. there and I drank a 12-pack of beer. And he was like so proud of me. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Like th- this is what <laughs> I got to do. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so – um but it was a really, really, really long time. And I did a lot of drugs. I know I've shared on here about pills and cocaine. Um, actually, for years, I was really against cocaine. A lot of my friends were doing cocaine and they were hiding that from me, too. So I think even then I felt I was like, oh, they're choosing that again. Some, mm. Choosing everyone's choosing something else besides me. Right. And mm. and, and no one's checking on me because I'm the strong one. So yeah. clearly she's OK. Yeah. And so, um, you know. So like I was doing balloon, like, I mean, just anything and everything I would, I would do anything, any drugs. I mean, I wasn't doing needles or crack or any of that, but you know, I mean, enough bad stuff. Um, and so a lot of that is a blur too. You know, I said, I've shared like when I was 28, I went to dental assisting school. I barely graduated. Thank God the teacher liked me, but then I was drinking and it was a lot of drugs then. Um, I was dating a guy that was a real mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there wasn't any like in like cheating or anything going on there, but he had a real bad drinking problem and he sold drugs and he didn't know that I was doing drugs. And so like, that was the whole, you know, like that was a mess. Um, and then, you know, then I, I did graduate. I had a real good job and my grandparents kind of knew the people. So they, you know, and then I lost that job and, you know, so it was a mess. I remember, you know, I always had money, but I always hid money. And I don't know what that part came from, but, um, I would hide money, almost like hoard it again. It now makes sense of why yeah. still I'm so afraid to not have yeah. money. So yeah. I wouldn't pay my bills. My, my dad's friend was like, you know, the landlord of the apartments where I lived at. And he'd be like, just pay your rent. Like, right. you know, like why? And I'm like, I'm sorry, it's right here. And I still do sometimes the same thing. You know, it was like, I would go out to the bar and I would go tell them that I was leaving and I would say, I'll pay tomorrow. And they knew I would, but right. it's just this weirdest thing. Um, and so then, you know, a lot of blur, um, basically a lot of me questioning drinking and or drugs all along and just I guess maybe now looking back as I was being pursued right by God that whole time like you're you're made for more because I also always was like it's fine because I know as soon as I become a mom all of that will go away right Mm. like everything for me will change I know I'm going to be such an amazing mom and it's you know whatever so I wasn't a believer then um and so then um you know, a lot of this, you know, but most people don't. And I'm still going to be just, you know, careful of protecting um, other people like I always do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then fast mm. forward to, you know, to Chad and to meeting Chad. And um, 
and me leaving Wisconsin. So basically, um, it was like a fairy tale romance, right? And it was like he was saving me. Yeah. Um, and so when I moved, I was like, this is it. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be saved. Everything's great. You know? Um, but then I moved and he deployed and we got engaged and he deployed and we got married and he deployed. We got pregnant. He deployed. We had AJ. That's when he stayed. So for all of that time, when people are normally courting before they get married, we weren't like he was gone. Um, I was, I was having to sit in the darkness by myself. I say darkness because it was, you know, I was alone in a brand new place. Like, yes, I make friends, you know that. And I had friends here and I I would go and drink with them. And I did still do like some cocaine and stuff when I had first moved to Virginia. But, um, you know, then I was like, I got to just be done with all of that. Um, But I started to, you know, I guess now looking back, kind of to realize like, oh shoot, (laughs) you know, um, he's a great guy. He's got a a huge heart and all of those things. But I think, um, I didn't realize how much, uh, pain there was for him as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, having a child and starting to really see the things that, um, I didn't uh, ever want for my child um but you know well who am I and look at my past and he ended up you know and then and then there was still years of drinking because you know through just to to leave a lot of it out (laughs) um (laughs) I had never felt more alone than I felt in my marriage um years of trying to go to counseling and, you know, going to church and having the white picket fence and all of the things. And, you know, um, oh, well, he sure looks like he loves you. And I'm like, love, um, it's not a feeling, it's a choice. And, um, we were making very different choices and that's why and how essentially we just grew so far apart. Um, the things that I desired, he did not, or he said he did, but there was no, um, attempts to make a lot of the changes that I was hoping, you know, for. Um, and as you know, it's been a long, long, long journey of me pursuing God. Um, and then that came with a lot, a lot of this up and down. So, you know, by then it was, there was no drugs involved. There was drinking involved. Um, but I realized that when my drinking was bad was when I was hurt. Right. Yeah. And so it still is a crutch, but you know, I wasn't losing jobs. I wasn't missing work. I wasn't ever even a person that was laying in bed till 10 o'clock or Mm -hmm. being hung over on the couch all day long or, you know, any of those things. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't hiding booze. Um, Mm -hmm. I was finding it. Um, I, I wasn't, you know, I was trying to do all of the right things. And, you know, basically, um, I not only was I so lonely and realizing that I wasn't, I wasn't being chosen just because of the choices that were being made. Right. Um, as then I lived in years of being guilty or I thought it was guilt. I thought I was having these thoughts of, you know, not wanting to be married anymore 
um, that I was a terrible person because now I'm a Christian and now I'm teaching Sunday school and now I'm doing, and I'm praying and praying and praying and, you know, a lot of those things. And, um, it's, it's been kind of, even as of more recently that I've finally learned to let that go. Um, another thing is, you know, I was really, really, really close to my biological father, um, all of my growing up. And then when I decided I didn't want to work in the bar full time anymore, that really shifted. Um, I, he never came to Virginia. I was there for 10 years. Um, you know, so that's always been a thing for me. Like, Oh, well he's choosing, you know, he's choosing not to come either. Yep. Um, and, and then, you know, there was another divorce. My mom and stepdad got divorced and, you know, moving away and my siblings, you know, I am so protective of them. We're so, so very close. Um, not being close enough to physically help or, you know, like it's just, I, I really have always been the fixer. And, um, so when initially we got divorced, (laughs) um, immediately I was better. And, you know, I mean, I just, everything changed. My light was back. I've always been, you know, like literally like Jay will say now, he's like, you're my tiny dancer. Like you're literally like, you're always dancing or singing or singing worship or, you know, whatever. In fact, like, he's like, if you're not like, I'm like, what's wrong? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I've always had joy. And remember for all of those years where I'm like, I just don't have any joy. Yeah. Um, so when we were divorced, I had that joy again. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so alive. I'm alive. And then, you know, I was dating somebody after our divorce. I definitely was not ready for that. And yeah. that ended up to be terrible. Yep. Um, and so then I was like, oh gosh, here I am in my forties. I can't even imagine that that stuff happened. Like what in the world? And you know, then the, the world happened and, you know, making the decision to come back here. So now we're getting to the last year. Um, those couple of years, like, you know, too, like I wasn't even really drinking at all then. So what happened was one day we were on Skype or whatever, FaceTime, I was FaceTiming Chad, he was in Iraq and I knew I was going to move down here. You know me, like if my mind's made up, I'm going, and so then he was like, okay, well, I'll start applying for jobs. Cause I was like, either we can do the travel thing. You see him in the summer or whatever, but I'm going like, I'm not, no one's telling me what I'm going to do with my kid, you know, that kind of thing. And then it was like that one day out of my mouth, it was like, okay, let's just all go together. And I even was like, what just happened? <laughs> like, What just happened? And I think in my mind, I thought like, okay, well, all this other crazy stuff happened and look what happened with that guy. And, you know, Chad would never do those things, you know, I don't know. Um, and, but I was hopeful, like, you know, that I was like, all right, well, we're gonna, we'll try. And, um, it was very, 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 very quickly after, um, that I was dead inside for again, many of the choices, um, just for the things that didn't align with me. We came down here with an understanding, you know, I was literally told like, Oh, I might have like one glass of, you know, whatever whiskey or something, but I just, I I don't, I I just don't drink like that either anymore. Um, and that was false. (laughs) Um, and I almost had to talk myself into drinking maybe to make him feel more comfortable. Um, And then 
it just it started to be the darkest place that I've ever been. Yeah. Um, you know, I was in a different room. I was he had a heart attack, almost died. Um, you know, a lot of other things, um, but just also me seeing um it without telling his story is just as you can imagine he's been through a lot and deployments and PTSD and um has a hard time kind of connecting um to both of us and it's the hardest thing for me to watch and so here I am again trying to overly love my son um and then the behavioral things come again and um it was brutal um so then as you know I'm like shit here we are again yeah. <laughs> now what do I do but yeah. except for it was even a hundred times worse than it ever was before yeah um and so yeah so I I knew after just praying and sobbing and going to God time after time after time after time like um I had to be the one to quit drinking to show our son that you don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. And also that I knew if I didn't stop drinking right then and there, that would have been what took me, that would have been what maybe led me to be an alcoholic. Like Mm -hmm. that would have, my light was completely burnt out. Yeah. I was gone. (laughs) You know that Uh, you're one of the only people that know that. And, um, yeah, so uh, that happened, and then um, you know I made the transition to Modere, which was great. But then I was completely blindsided by Soul. Uh, yeah. They took it's been year to date now about ninety five thousand um, dollars. Literally just took it away from me. Yeah. Um, so now here I am in a position. My brother was down here. Um, my brother was like, "Whoa, I'm sorry, I didn't." realize until now because that was another thing um I was always the bad guy um you know right um Chad would go to my family or his family or our neighbors or anybody that would listen and bash me um and like I really am actually like the simplest like I don't require a lot because mainly I can do everything on my own right um but again like I just I want to be chosen I don't want to have like these lies and hiding and you know all of the I mean it had been nine years since we had held hands on the couch together um and that is my love language is physical touch and words of affirmation and although he always supported me or we always had all of the things that that didn't mean anything to me yeah um Mm -hmm. things don't matter to me things are buying things you know um so, um, so then fast forward to us, uh, you know, I won't say what happened, but, um, like we had to go, um, and me being terrified that I'm not going to qualify because I had so much money saved up, but then I spent it. I had all the landscaping redone. I had all the lanai lights put in. I did all of the things because I bought the infinity. Um, and I started to realize that even though things didn't matter to me, I had already agreed to stop drinking. And so the only thing I could control was, I guess, 
buying the things. Well, I think when you feel so empty, when you feel so empty and dead, it is something that brings even just if it's a second of joy. And it just yeah. feels like, oh, this feels good for right now. It, it It's fleeting and it goes away so quickly. And you realize, well, shoot, I shouldn't have, you know, none of that helps long term. But I do think it makes so much sense that like it, you were you were so empty and you f- needed to fill up with something. And so that yeah. you could control that and you had the money for it. And you're like, I want to make this place. How can I make it happier around here? Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. So then I like depleted all of this money, you know, I had mm-hmm. zero debt coming down here, you know, my car, but my car, I had already paid off a lot of and mm-hmm. just had just refinanced. My payment was going to be so low, like, yeah. you know, everything was so great. And then, you know, then I'm terrified. So then, as you know, it's, I don't know, it was last spring when I started thinking about how, what would I do? Yeah. And, um, you know, and then I applied for this apartment and then I was terrified I wasn't going to get it. And, you know, and then fast forward, like the economy and Modere is great and it's a great, you know, it does bring me a great um, income, but I, I'm struggling, you know, big time. And, um, but if there's one thing about me is that I don't, right. Again, I'm the strong one. So like, I'm supposed to like hustle and give back and like do all these things. And so, um, it's just been, I'm starting to really remember, like I said, there's still years of things that I don't remember. Um, but I'm starting to remember and I'm starting to remember a lot of good things that maybe I would have assumed were not good. Um, I'm starting to, um, you know, everybody's starting to see Jay, right. Mm -hmm. Um, he's been around for a little while now. Um, it's been, he was like placed in my life, literally by God, like after I moved and it's been, um, the most unbelievable experience of my life because he's sober too. And he was sober, not with the intention of quitting forever. Um, but now because of me and us and everything that's going on, like he, he'll never drink again either. Yeah. Um, and so for the first time in my life, I'm You're being chosen. chosen. <laughs> yeah. And it's like so crazy. I mean, from the first day that we met, you know, um, the first time we went to lunch, he was like, can I pray for our lunch? You know? And I was like, what? Where did <laughs> you, know you what come I mean? from? <laughs> Where did you come from? And so then we started saying, but God, but God, but God. Um, and I've never felt so at peace. I've never, I've never had a relationship um, without alcohol. Yeah. Um, I've never had somebody be so honest and open with me about past, present, you know, hopes, dreams, goals. Um, but most importantly, I've never had somebody love the Lord as much as I do. And it's wild because we bring each other so much closer to God, like even every single day. And, um, you know, we pray together every day. We pray over AJ. We do Bible study every single day. Um, And so how I was saying earlier that love is a choice, not a feeling. I guess I never understood. I never even that never even popped into my mind. Right. Um, And the, the reason why it makes so much sense now is I'm like, wow, like 
the reason why Jay and I are so close so fast and it's so powerful and my joy like clearly is back. You can see it on my face. Um, I can feel it in my soul. All of the empty parts of me are just diminishing. I feel whole again. And it's because A, we're choosing to put God first and we're just choosing each other. We're, we're choosing to love each other the way we, and ironically, we actually both are very, very, um, similar in what we need, which is so helpful. Um, but yeah, it's wild and exciting. And, you know, I've never, ever felt more safe, um, with, I've never felt so safe um, in being like a woman and being able to not be so strong yeah. and, mm-hmm. and having somebody lead me, like he, he leads me and that, yeah. you know what I mean? And not, and that's so not different. That, that's such a departure. It's so, <laughs> yeah, it's so like, it's so weird, but he makes mm. me so calm too. Even like when you're like in Punta kind of like, where is she? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm literally just over here laying. Like, I'm chilling. Like it's so weird. Yeah. Um, but it is because I literally feel so safe and secure and chosen. And the whole um that just came to me over this weekend as I was praying about what I was gonna say today. Like, like, oh my gosh, you're the first not the first person, well, one of the first people like that ever truly chose me. Um, it's cute because like in the beginning he was like, yeah, I've definitely never dated somebody that I didn't sleep with. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) cause that was a decision that we had made, you know, in the beginning, like we just really truly took so much time to just know each other and to hear each other and Mm to not overly, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's amazing. Um, so that'll be exciting for us to you know, be able to share a lot more of that. You know, we were being real careful to just, again, respect everybody else's feelings um, until I started kind of sharing a little bit more about him. But um, I think that there's a lot that we can also, you know, he's got a story too. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was a lot easier than I thought it's because I sobbed and sobbed and sobbed about well, it. Well, yeah, you started when, when we were just, when we hopped on and we were talking before you hit record, I mean, you were already crying yeah. and you're like, shoot, I thought I'd get through this. I'm like, girl, we didn't even start yet. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, start. it's huge. Of course there's huge emotions attached to today because this is something you maybe never believed that you could actually do. And yeah. the way like God is rewarding you right now in your life like yes there are hurdles yes financially there's a struggle but the way that you're able to get through all of that is because you have one you have so much support you feel so seen and chosen and loved and you know that god's got it and i just yeah. like you know he's already been working on it before it ever even became a problem he has it and i feel like too you will be so blessed in your relationship because of the way you're handling it so in such a godly biblical way and you guys are just getting to know each other on such a deep level without the physical you know all that messy stuff getting in the way of it. And I just think like, like I have envy over like the way that you're getting to start your relationship and being so close and just so like emotionally connected. Um, It's amazing and so fun to watch. And yes, I can see the joy on your face and I have seen the change in you. And yes, I did know all of those things. And, you know, you, you truly have just become just a different 
person in so many great ways. And like you said, like you were just always having to be so strong to the point where you couldn't, all the other parts of you couldn't be present and couldn't, you know, come out because you were so busy being tough and strong. And everybody thought, well, like you said, no one checks on the strong one because you, you just exude this, like, I don't need anybody. I can do all this (laughs) on my own, you know, and you're just like a gentler, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you're just like, able I'm to so be calm. it's real weird it's real weird yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know like in the very beginning like he'd be he's forever just check are you okay yeah and I'm like yes I can't explain it like just okay. you speaking I'm like yeah. oh you know yeah. like it's just but I do feel so so thankful and I do um you know it's like people I, like knowing now, like some of those things were conviction or knowing like I've just been being pursued by God or knowing I have such a bigger purpose. And I wanted to say too, you know, that I finally am like, okay, listen, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be brought down by this anymore. Yes. The money was taken from me, but look, this is what I deserve. Yeah. Um, and so when I logged into my, um, my Modair account yesterday, I was like, oh, like it was way more money in there than I, Yay. you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah so it, it really is, uh, it is like already coming around. And yeah. um, part of that is we know and we talk about is like, listen, you can't say that you're trusting if you're not trusting, mm. you can't, you know, and it's hard, right? It is so hard. And um, it's important to have, you know, we have each other, thankfully, because we know that the other, if something's happening with one of us, the other one is able to remind us of those things. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's so, so, so amazing. Like God truly is so amazing. And I, I'm not going to say I'm an alcoholic because I'm not going to own that label. I, um, I, again, for some people, you know, AA and those programs, they work for them. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also believe in, and not owning a label like that. Um, just like with the anxiety or the, the, you know? Um, and so anyways, like now, even when I made a post yesterday, it said, well, it said one, the Eve, (laughs) Jay said, babe, do you know, it says one, the Eve of my, you know? Um, but I was going to say, I finally made it to 365. And then I was like, no dude, like on the Eve of my first year sober, yeah. You know, um, and like, as we were chatting today before I recorded Jay and I, you know, I'm like, man, I mean, like I was a blast and he's like, you're still a blast, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and, um, just again, how grateful we are that I'm like, oh my gosh, we remember everything we've mm, said to each other. Yeah. We've never woken up angry or upset or wondering like, oh, I wonder when I blacked out. Yeah. Um, or whatever, like, you know, some of these very, very, very serious conversations we've had could have been taken so differently if you were drinking the day before or three days before. And then you're, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, there are so many things. And so like now being on this side of it, of being day 365, you know, like now I'm just so excited to continue to share, um, like maybe the things that I start to remember more, or, you know, I'm sure I need to unpack some more surrounding the rape and all of that. Um, but really God has done so much of that work for me just in like revealing, you know, 
many, many, many things over the last year. Um, and, you know, I just, if no one's heard me talk about some of these things, some of the real great things that have happened for AJ um, is that he's so proud of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I started my businesses back then, my why was always, you know, him and I just want my, my son to be proud of me, mm-hmm. but it's not really his job to be proud of me. You know, mm-hmm. like it's my job to be proud of him, but he is so proud. And so like on my birthday weekend, when we went to St. Pete and we did that, you know, that little dinner cruise thing and yeah. they said, okay, now, um, all right, now kids send your parents up to the bar, you know, they deserve these drinks or, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I can't remember exactly what they said. Everyone's something about drinks. because of you. Yeah, because, because of you, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, because of you guys and you everyone needs to come up here or whatever. And he's like, uh-huh. my mom, she doesn't drink. Yeah. And I'm like, that's wild because I just remembered how impactful it was when you shared. Like my my kids yeah. haven't ever seen me drunk or don't remember yeah. me drunk. Yeah. Um, and so that's just something that I um because I know that he is so like me. Yeah, I can guarantee you he was already stuffing stuff down. Yeah, because again, when I was when everything around me was good, I was good. Yeah, but when everything around me was broken, I was broken. And so he knew. Yeah, he could see that pain. I know he could. Yeah, um, because I see the pain in other people. Not that I'm judging anybody else. Um, everyone has their own story or reasons why um, they drink, but. I see a lot of kids watching their parents drink and uh, it's mm-hmm. brutal. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you're listening and yeah. you have struggled again, like people that don't have a problem, don't wonder if they do. So if you've been thinking about it, you just don't think there's any way possible that you could, I mean, I'm still around some big partiers and yeah. I love them yeah. and I still hang out with them and I yeah. will still go, I'll still go to the club and I'll dance yeah. and I'll do all of them. I'll go to all inclusive and you know, whatever. Um, but just remember this, if you're doing it, if you're drinking because you're trying to numb your kids know that they yeah. do, they yeah. see it, they know it, they feel it. Um, and, uh, you know, like if it's a coping mechanism, like mm-hmm. it's, drinking should not be a coping mechanism. If you're right. drinking to forget about something or, you know, yeah. drinking because you can't handle staying in your reality, then what really needs to happen is you just need to really start working on your reality, you know, through whatever, you know, whether that's finding a coach or a counselor or a church or mm-hmm. a you know, just someone who can, you know, just be that person for you that you're able to, Yeah, I don't know, drinking is only masking the problem and your problems won't get smaller the more you drink. Your problems will get bigger. Yeah. And even if you're a once a week drinker, like I was for the most part, like it was at once a week and I was getting it in. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And then it's last, it's in your system for at least that full week. So Mm -hmm. then as it starts to leave your system, then it's like, Oh, it's just on Fridays. Now it's Friday again. And now you're wasted, right? you know, and now it's there again. Um, and it takes a long time. So the app that I was always using is called reframe for me. That was all I really needed. And what I love the most about it is it tells you the science tells talks about 
the culture and the pressure and how it's glorified and, you know, all of those things. And, yeah, you know, again, I'm not judging anybody because there's a lot of people that can, you, you can have yeah. a drink or two, you know? Yeah. Um, and maybe that's something that down the road I could do again, but I just, I won't. Yeah. Because the problem is there's only one way to find out if you can do it and it would take you down such potentially oh, take you down such a, a, a long winding yeah. <laughs> yucky road that you don't want to be on like a level yeah. B gravel that you went road tripping on and you, you shouldn't have done it. You know? yeah. <laughs> done that. <laughs> For sure. Um, I just know even if I had a glass of wine or anything like that, you would want it, more. Well, I think at this point I wouldn't want more, but I would be just so disappointed. Right. You would. Yeah. yeah. You've d- done all this work. And then to say, I mean, well, I haven't even had one sip. Yeah. I've yeah. smelled wine. I've, I've been like, oh, let me just smell that, mm-hmm. you know, or, or I've said like, people are like, oh, y- you know, oh, you want a beer? Ha ha ha. And I'm like, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, you <laughs> right, know, but I'm right. not. Yeah. Um, and so it really, truly, um, it's not just a year. You know, I mean, people have asked me that too. Yeah. Okay. You made it a year. So then what? No, but like, it's like the, almost like the end of a diet. Like, oh, yeah. my crap, my challenge is over. <laughs> yeah. So you now I can go October. binge it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now it's November and my friend. So I, I've, I've also been so anyways, just, you know, thank you to you and to, you know, our listeners and to everybody that's just made it easy for me to continue, um, to stay sober. And, um, you know, I know people have heard us, you know, like, oh yeah, I had the gummy and, you know, yeah, sometimes I have a gummy or, you know, whatever. Um, but as far as like drugs, I haven't done drugs since AJ was like born. Um, you know, so, so that's it. That's my, Part of my story in the first 365 days. Well, it's and a beautiful story. And the fact that you're helping so many people and which is another reason not to ever drink again. Like you're helping so many mm-hmm. people. This is part of like your purpose in the world yeah. is to help other people with this. And I don't know if it's one of those, if it's the red grand am thing or what, but like I see so many people on social media now celebrating their sobriety and it's like mm-hmm. young 20s you know early 30s like people that are so young and they're already realizing in their life like no this is not for me and yeah. I just can't I don't know if I noticed it because of your story or yeah. if it was always there or if this is new um, I think it is a newer movement it but really yeah I just like it's every day I see someone like four months sober it 12 days sober like whatever yeah. it is like so many people yesterday we both saw it because I saw you commented on it too. It was like someone saying they were four years sober and yeah. like life, how much better life is without it. And it's just like, wow, what a positive thing to see in the world. What a positive thing to see on my social media feed, you know, that people yeah. are taking that control in their life and realizing that it doesn't serve them because I mean, it, it it's in the Bible. We are not supposed to get drunk, right? Like it's not because nothing good comes of it. It's just, it's just the truth of the matter. And, um, you know, a couple drinks and it's funny because Stellan, he's like, ma, it just says in the Bible, you can't get drunk. It doesn't say anything about having a couple beers. And I said, okay, talk to me when you're 21, you little <laughs> or talk but, to me when you just have two beers. Right. But I, but I do believe, I, I do believe my kids are very different and I do believe 
Stellan will have a handle sure. on it. Um, you sure. know, kind of like the way I do it. Um, but again, I mean, I'm just yeah. so, so incredibly proud of you. And I mean, I was sharing too about, um, how you, like, you've seen me drink before. But and only that one time, like a lot. It's kind and of that, strange. But that's, that's what I'm saying. So the difference was, is because when I was single and on my own and I was okay, it was great. Mm-hmm. You saw me drinking when it was not okay. Yeah. My situation, my home, my life. Yeah. Um, and you were like, whoa. Yeah. And that's the difference. Like, yeah, yeah alcohol wasn't a problem for me when I was in a safe surrounding. Well, it was like, yeah, when you weren't using it to cope, you were just using, you were in, you know, socializing with it. But then when it became something you had to cope with, it was almost something that became difficult to control. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, why don't you open your present real quick? Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) You're like, do you check your mail? I know, because I was like, (laughs) I wonder if that made it. I forgot. Like, (laughs) I'm like, um. Well, listen, you can send Amanda like a Christmas card and she'll get it like on Easter because she don't check her mail. <laughs> okay. Well, Amanda, we're so similar, which is why I love you so much. I don't make dinner. I don't check the mail. No. But that a lot of that's coming back to me too. Mm-hmm. I've been cooking again. And, I know, you know. I was making that story on Instagram saying how like, I just like feel like I love my children with food. Like I just love people with food. And then I was like, shoot, Jonathan probably doesn't feel like he's loved at all. <laughs> I never <laughs> yeah. made something for him to eat. Oh, oh. My goodness. Oh, cute. Sobriety paper, pinch the star and then pull the tab with an open arrow. Okay. Oh, cute. Little sober bracelet. Morse code. Or Morse code. Is it Morris? It's Morse. <laughs> Morse code, I think. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, you learn something new every day. Now, I expect you to crop that very soon. I was going to do oh, it. Turn it around. Cute, turn it's it, so perfect. Turn it around. The back says it, too. Oh, oh, cute. <laughs> It says still fun sober. So the weird thing about that was I was like, maybe I've said it like, oh, I'm still fun, but I don't think I believed it until like oh, Jay said it. And yeah. I too. Yeah. And you know, I do love a crop, but I might keep it because it's very perfect. Well, whatever you want to do. I was going to cut oh, it. I'm like, no, I ain't good at that. You. I'm not cutting it. I'm going to ruin it. <laughs> oh, it's so, so cute. I'm for sure going to wear it all day today. So everybody, well. Today's a lot a of people favorite. will probably listen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love you so much. Thank I you. Love you and so much too. So I used to think it was a bowl in a china shop, not a bowl. Oh, it's I just a bowl. learned that a couple years ago. Okay. Yeah. It's a bowl. You're like my friend Nikki, who I'm like, can you whisper in my ear before you say shit out loud? Because I can help. <laughs> Literally, I thought it was Morse code. <laughs> I'm like, this is Morse code. Oh, they spelled that Weird. wrong. Weird. <laughs> Wow. That's me. That's me, y'all. I used to think like, oh, I really was supposed to be blonde. But no, it's just that's the joyful one thing um, is to like, I do really always live in the awe. Oh, I wanted to make sure to say this too. Um, Even in my darkest moments, I always believed that I deserved 
everything, right? Mm -hmm. Like I believed that I deserved, um, you know, what I have now with Jay, or I believe that I deserved to earn good money. Um, and so that's obviously the faith, the blind faith, the things that you can't see and the things that I believe in. Um, and, um, you know, I just, if you just wonder, like, just look outside. Like I'm forever like, Oh my gosh, look at the clouds. Mm, You know, it's just, it really is for me the simplest thing, like the simple life, the beauty of this world. Um, I, I love how you brought up the whole thing about seeing the sober movement because it's very important, especially with, and I won't mention specific things, but just um, the way that the world is being led yeah. uh, right now, um, a lot of that is going to cause a lot of mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, for any of us that can share, and in fact, um, maybe if you're listening, um, and even if it's not today, maybe if it's three months from now or six months from now, like, please share it in your stories or on your page and please tag us both yeah, of us. Yeah. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm three days sober. Yeah. And tag us. Like yeah. let us help share that for you because I will say that the three things that guaranteed my sobriety up until, you know, the last number of months were that I told AJ, yep. God yep. and me sharing. Yeah. Cause I've shared my, mm, I used it's to just stay sober curious. Extreme accountability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you mm-hmm. gotta stay um, accountable. Um, and sometimes yeah. we are not able to stay You don't say sober curious anymore because it's not mm-hmm. what it is. You're sober. No, yeah, I'm not curious. Yeah, no. I've been I know for sure for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh and, man. Well, oh, just what, thank a, you so what much. a big day. Yeah. 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 You're the best. You're the best too. So proud. <sighs> Thank you. I don't know if you, there, did you find the card that was in there? It doesn't matter, but there oh. was a card somewhere. It, that's why I had to okay. put it in a separate package because in, I think it was in the first envelope, like the bigger one. Okay. Um, oh, you can just read stuff. it later. It's n- nothing. Okay. It's no big deal, but we got I love you. Crying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love you so much and I'm so proud of you. And this you episode should be up in an hour crazy we've Yay. never done it this like real time before yeah so. thank you jason for making that happen yes. thank you again for being like no don't you think we should record on monday on the day i mean it this would have been a completely different yeah yeah talk if it was last week so yeah but god but god hey. all right awesome and I not so not much. but god jade but god i was <laughs> <laughs> Okay. But God. Oh, Kristen but thinks God. she's the butt God. No. Oh, Jay's Louise Jane. Jay's Louise. Love okay. Jane. All right. Happy Bye. Monday. Happy Happy 365. Love you. Yay. Love you too. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of Activate. If you found value or were simply entertained, please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, be sure to follow us on Activate Pod on Facebook and Instagram so you don't miss a thing. Thanks for your support. Today's the perfect day to activate your life. We love y'all.